Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever! Dog! Gather around and get cozy. Listen to sketch comedy. Funny setups and situations. Hi, I'm John Milheiser. And I'm Zed Kutzinger. And welcome to episode 10, the season finale of Radio Shorts. Uh, here in the studio, we have Honor Nezzo. Hi, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, uh, she wrote and uh, recorded our theme song for Radio Shorts. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Yeah, so I thought we could just kind of ask you a few questions, if sure. you don't mind. Is that okay with you, John? Yeah, sure. So, what was your process of uh, writing the theme song? Um, well, I just tried to uh, think about all the, the fun shorts that you guys were going to write, and uh, I wanted it to be light and funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's great. John, do you have a problem with this? I just, I'm, can I, we don't do banter, and, you know, this is sort of, you know. No, this, is, this is an interview. This is not banter. I mean, I'm sorry to put you in the middle of this. Oh, it's okay. I mean, she is sitting between us, so maybe we don't need to do this right now. Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to ask Honor? Oh, I thought you could ask the next question. Great. <laughs> so, uh, Honor, um, I hear you're also a part of a band. Yeah, we're called Beginners. Okay, thank you so much for stopping by the studio, Honor. Oh, yeah, thanks. Okay, great. Th- yep. All right. On with the show. Enjoy the show, folks. Radio Shorts. I'm so excited for you guys to finally meet my boyfriend, Mark. Well, I can't imagine he's good enough for you, Eleanor. No one is. Oh, stop it, Stephen. If our Eleanor loves him, we will love him, too. Oh, that must be him. Well, at least he's punctual. Mom? Dad? This is Mark. Hi. Oh, hi, uh, hi Mark. It's nice to meet you. Yes, nice to yes meet you. it's... I'm sorry, are you wearing a dog cone? <laughs> oh, God, oh sorry. <laughs> I've gotten so used to it, I forget I'm wearing it sometimes. Oh, me too. Okay, it's not a big deal. He just wears it to stop himself from sucking his own dick. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What now? Oh, um, nine years ago, I was in a car accident that crushed my bottom two ribs, making it insanely easy for me to suck my own dick. I would waste hours every day. But... Thanks to this cone, I have time for what's really important. Like my charity work with Bolivian refugees. Well, isn't that nice? Really not that nice. Anyway, I hope you're hungry, Mark. I'm grilling some T-bones. Oh, I love T-bones. Hey, ow, ow, Jesus Christ, you bumped me there. Sorry, I know. I I can be real klutz, you know, because of this anti-dick-sucking cone. Well, can't you take it off? No, that's not really a good idea. Eleanor, it's it's okay. 
I've gone seven months without an incident. I think I can resist sucking my own dick in front of your parents for a couple hours. <laughs> Let me just take this off. Ah, see? Totally fine. Oh, oh no, oh, there he goes. God. Mom, can you help me put the cone back on? Sure thing, sweetie. Jesus, Karen, don't go over there. He's got his dick in his mouth. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, wow, I'm sorry. I I thought I was stronger than that. It's okay, babe. That's why you have the cone. Right, right. Thanks. I love you. I love you. Aren't you too sweet? Oh, oh, mom, you knocked the cone off. Oh, no, so sorry. Oh, Christ, that was my bad. Come on. Oh, no, it's okay. Mark, look at me. Look at me. Okay? You're stronger than this. You don't have to suck your own dick just because you can. Oh, he put it back on himself. Oh, there you go. I am so sorry, Mr. Thompson. I wanted to make a good impression because your daughter is so important to me, and here I am in your beautiful dining room, sucking my own dick. It's all right, sweetie. I know meeting your girlfriend's parents can be a nerve-wracking experience. Oh, don't encourage him. He's a dick-sucking freak, and he's not good enough for our Eleanor. Look, I know I'm not a perfect man, but when I'm with your daughter, I'm a better man, and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. What? What? Is that a ring? Oh, oh Mark, don't take the cone off. Look, it's fine. I, I can do this. I need to do this. <sighs> Eleanor Winifred Thompson. <laughs> will... Uh, oh, 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 no. Will you... Uh, marry me? Yes, Yes, of course I will. <laughs> oh my god, it's so beautiful, this ring. It... Oh my god, it's just like I always imagined it would be. Dad, give me a hug. Come here, honey. Oh. Ow, my ribs. My ribs. Oh my god. Now they both have their dicks in their mouth. You're right. It's incredible. Man. Have a nice day. How can I help you? Uh, hi. Can I get a triple shot of espresso, please? Long weekend. Oh? Yeah. I went and visited my new nephew. I'm an uncle now. Can I please get your name? Sure. Uncle Alex. Uncle Alex? Uncle Alex, that's U-N-C-L-E. I'm just going to write Alex. Will you please just let me have this new identity? Okay, I'll write Uncle Alex. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry, why does this cup say Uncle Alex on it? Oh, that's me. I'm an uncle now, and I can answer all uncle-related questions. How can I help the next customer? Just a coffee, please. I got to get to the airport. Oh, did someone say they need a ride to the airport? No. Well, you see, I'm an uncle now, so I can give you a ride to the airport. That's something uncles do. No, I'm already driving. Want to go to the movies? We can go see Terminator 2. It's rated R. But don't worry. I can get you in. (laughs) I'm old enough to see that movie on my own, thank you. And didn't that movie come out 25 years ago? What I'm saying is I can give you things your parents aren't ready to. Triple espresso for Uncle Alex? Oh, that would be me. Thank you. Mmm. I call this Uncle Fuel. It fuels me. An uncle. I'm an uncle. 
Who are you talking to? Anybody who's willing to listen. Nobody should be ashamed to be an uncle. A man with real responsibility. Oh, like a father. What? A father? What? You mean the guy who spanks you and tells you what the hard things behind your nipples are when you turn 13? My father did none of those things. <laughs> Sounds like a deadbeat dad. There's a reason why deadbeat uncle isn't a phrase. Mmm. Unky likey. What was that? Unky likey. Huh? I'm an uncle, remember? And I likey. I like. I like this coffee. Why didn't you just say that? Because I'm an uncle now. Nothing is the same. This is my fate. I'm an aunt. That's a lot like being an uncle. Nothing is a lot like being an uncle, okay? It's a unique situation. I'll never be an uncle. I'm a woman. Ugh. Yeesh. That's a shame. My biggest regret was not having my sister have a child earlier. All my uncle did was embezzle from my college fund. Mm, you might want to get him tested. He's probably not really your uncle. Uncles would never do that, like Uncle Jesse or Uncle Ben's rice. What about Scar from Lion King? He was bad. Don't you have coffee to make? I'm still not sure why exactly being an uncle matters. Well, when you're an uncle, you'll understand. There's nothing like hanging out with a kid for a few hours and then not seeing them until Thanksgiving or Christmas. Or every other Christmas because they trade houses. But those couple of hours when you do see them, it changes everything. Every action, every decision you make is now as an uncle. Parents, that's simply biology. Someone gets pregnant, big whoop. But an uncle, that's destiny. Didn't you come in here with your own biological kids last weekend? <sighs> yes. Oh, which reminds me, do any of you know why my son has hard things behind his nipples? I do. I love the dog park. It's so relaxing just watching the dogs play. It's my favorite place in the world. I wish I was a dog. Hmm. Their lives seem so much freer. No job, no responsibilities. You just get to frolic all day. Someone else feeds you. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And you get to fuck dogs. What was that, Terry? Oh, we were listing the perks of being a dog, and I added that if you are a dog, you could then, you know, fuck dogs. You want to fuck a dog? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I want to fuck a dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they say you should always try new experiences, and fucking a dog is a new experience that only dogs can have. Uh, well, I'm sorry, but we have to, we have a thing. Uh, oh, well, no, no. I've got to made it awkward. I'm so sorry. How about we just change the subject? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Rick's going to get promoted soon. Whoa, hey, that's cool. Let's talk about that. Well, maybe. A senior VP is retiring next month, which means there'll be an opening to fill. So, ah. yeah. 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 When you said opening to fill, it reminded me of that dog fucking topic somebody brought up earlier. You brought that and up. And I realized that most dogs are neutered and disease-free, so you could just go to town. That is just so disgusting. Disgusting? I don't understand the pushback, okay? We were all talking about life as a dog. Yeah, but I said I wanted to frolic as a dog, not have sex as a dog. What? You think you're going to be some celibate dog? She's the weird one, Rick. She wants to be a celibate dog. Don't call me weird, dog fucker. I am not a dog fucker. I haven't fucked a dog yet. You said yet. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Please stop saying fuck when referring to dogs. It's really gross. Dogs don't make love, Rick. 
I'm going to be honest. This meetup to see if you would be a good threesome partner is not going well. Oh, come on. It's a shame because he's so hot. If only he was normal. I am normal. I just figured you two were obviously kinky and you brought up dogs. So I thought maybe that's the direction I should go. But look, please stay. We can talk about normal things. I promise. Mm. He is really hot. So hot. Honey, imagine him on top of me. (sighs) Okay, we'll stay. Yes, thanks so much. You won't regret it. So, uh, normal conversation. Normal conversation. Um, I'd really love to fuck a dog. Radio Shores. Thanks for calling Candlewood Press. You're welcome. Uh, are you the publisher of the book, The Great Waldo Search? Yes, that does. Can I help you? I've been looking at this fucking beach scene for two fucking hours, and he's not fucking there. I'm sorry that is difficult, but I can assure you, sir, Waldo is there. I'm a father. I'm testing this book before giving it to my darling sons. It has become clear to me that your book is a John Edward-sized cheater. Sir, I promise you it's not. He's there. Well, how the hell am I supposed to find him when the scene is so busy? Okay, first of all, I'm going to ask you to control yourself. And second of all, the busyness is part of the fun of the book. Uh, no. It's not fun to go to the beach on a popular day. You can't find anywhere to park, and you can't find good sitting sand. I exclusively go to the beach on weekdays and on early Sunday mornings. I used to go with my darling sons, but they don't want to be seen in public with me anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, yes! I found them! Oh, my darling sons are going to love this book and their father. It'll be as if that Christmas I got beat up in front of them never happened. Okay, good, good. So if you found Waldo, I'm going to hang up. Okay, thank you so much for your patronage. Oh, fuck me! It was just a fish with red and white stripes. Yeah, that happens. Okay, look, do you want a refund, or I can call you? You know, when I saw the cover of this book, I thought, damn, this book's going to be easy. The guy I'm trying to find is wearing a very specific and rare color scheme. Yeah, that is his trademark. But nowhere. On the cover of this book, does it indicate that it takes place in an alternate reality where suddenly red and white stripes have become all the rage? Okay, do you really not understand this? That misdirection is what makes the book challenging for children. Oh, no. That dog won't hunt. And plus, all these stripes are going to make me go blind. And you already know I wear glasses. No, I don't. I'm not even going to bother mentioning all the errors I've found throughout this book, except I am. Okay, if there's actually a mistake in the book, that's something I can take care of with a refund. Okay, so um, what did you find? All right. Well, in this very same beach scene, although Waldo himself is as invisible as I wished I was, while my darling son's stepdad was wailing on me with his thick fists, I have no trouble finding one of the red dwarves from a previous scene accidentally drawn into this one. Can you say whoops? Okay, yeah, that's not a mistake. Okay, every scene in the book features characters from one of the previous scenes. It's just like an additional thing to look for. Uh, what? Are you saying that I gotta find other shit aside from just Waldo? Yes! Yes, it is right there on the front page. Okay, those characters from previous scenes. There's a, there's a wizard in every scene. A, a scroll. It clearly states all that. What the fuck is this? 9-11 for my eyes? Oh my god! What does that even mean? Uh, 9-11, that terrible day when those two planes flew into those darling twin towers. Okay, sir, sir, 
sir, I am done here. Okay? If there's nothing else I can help you with. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Please, okay, please, no, please, I'm going to hang please, up. Please, please, hanging no, out. Help me find Waldo. Just help me find him. Just help me find Waldo. Help me find Waldo so they can command respect for my darling sons again. You know, like when they were three. And they couldn't find their sippy cups, but I found the sippy cups, and I pointed them out, and they smiled again. And that was the last time I was happy. So maybe if I find Waldo, they'll smile again. Shit. Fine. Okay, he's on the island with the mermaids. Top of the page. Oh, I broke you so easily. Oh, my darling sons. My darling sons, I found Waldo. We should be a family again. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming to the Radio Shorts Benefit Concert. I'm Jason. I am Adam. And we're going to do some micro-parody songs for you guys. We think everybody knows the difference between a parody and a cover, but we'll just run through it real quick. Right. Just to make sure. So just so you know, this is a cover song. This is a cover song. Yeah, that is how the song goes. It's a perfect song. It's a great song. That's the whole song. Love Collective song. Soul, our favorite. Nineties. This what? is this is but this is a parody. We're doing parodies. This is how, what a, this is a parody. No. no, slightly different from the original for comedic purposes. It's a fun, funny take, and people love it. It's a funny take. That's what it is. That's a good way to put it. So that's what we're doing. We're doing micro parodies, and I tell you, let's get done with it quick, Adam, because I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Oh, I could eat, man. You want to eat? You want to get something to eat? I would love to. Oh, I got a question for you, Adam. What's that? Do you want some fries? Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I want to eat some fries real bad, buddy. Oh, can't wait to eat that food. Me too. We can't eat it here, though. You're right. There's equipment. You know, we got stuff everywhere. We can't eat food It's here. greasy. There's electrical equipment. Plus, it's rude. You're right. It's rude. So we'll have to go to the kitchen and tell them this. Thank you. Yeah, we'll take it to go. We'll eat it in the car. We got to get back to Hollywood. Yeah. Plus, you know, by the time we're done with this, uh, I think it's going to be beer o'clock. Oh, you're right, dude. I love a cerveza after a show. You sure do. And you get that same cerveza every time, don't you? That's right. I drink one type of beer and one type of beer only. My Corona. Someone's done that. Yeah, Someone that feels like it's that. commercial from the 80s. Yeah. Well... I haven't heard it. It might be parallel thinking. We might have wrote it. If not, this segment is brought to you by Corona Light. Thank you. And yeah. if you get sued, email uh, johnmilheiser at gmail.com. Yeah. That's, uh, we're guessing that's what it is. It might not be, but we're guessing that's what it, it is. Probably is that. Yeah. But uh, you always get Corona. You had a Corona mishap the other day, I believe, didn't you, Jason? I did. Yeah. You know when you order a Corona, you're supposed to get something with it? Well, the other night, my bartender forgot. So I walked right up to him and I said, where is my lime? Thank Thank you. you. And I gave it to me. Thank God I got that lime. Can't do it without it. No, you you can't do it without it, can you? No. You love that fruit. I love a lime. Adam, have you ever bitten into a lime? Mm -hmm. You know what your face does? Yeah, no one can see that pucker face at home, but they can imagine that's what you did. Wow, that's what happens, man. But, uh, you know, I like beers, and sometimes I go a little too far with it. You drank a few too many beers the other night. I know you did. Oh, yeah. You saw me the next morning. I 
was a little hungover. I had uh, I had the shakes, I had the sweats, nausea. But I don't have one thing, Adam. What's that? I ain't got no diarrhea. Thank, Thank you. you. I feel pretty good. I'm feeling pretty fit after yeah. all that. You know. But you know, got lucky. Yeah, so I think I'm going to stop drinking so much, man. Uh, well, what are you going to do instead? You need a vice, Jason. I don't know. Probably start smoking weed again. Oh, you got to be careful with that, man. You're a singer now, you know? That's right. I don't want that harsh pipe and those harsh joints. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? Vape me. Thank you. Yeah, a little Easier pineapple. on the throat? Yeah, sure. Much better for me as a professional singer. Yeah, but you got to be careful smoking the weed because you know how most of the time you're putting together all that furniture. That's true. I've always put together furniture. That's Adam. like what you do all the time. I've always put together furniture. I get high and I order stuff on Ikea.com and then I can't put it together because I'm too stoned. I used to have tools inside of my shed, but I can't find my leather man. Makes it so hard to put together that furniture, Jason. Yeah, so that's what I was doing on a Friday. I was trying to put together an Ikea desk. Sure. What were you doing? You know, Jason, I was doing the same thing I do every single Friday. What's that, Adam? Knitting with my grandma. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. I know the sweater fits Cause I tried it on today Thank you You know I love a nice winter wear I love sweaters Living in LA you can't wear a sweater like you used to on the East Coast And I love winter wear I love the hats I love the, the, the sweaters I love the coats I love gloves You love keeping those hands warm I love gloves so much Adam You know that There's a uh... You have a little bit of problems with you with that winter wear, though. Cause I would do anything for gloves, but I won't wear hats. You never wear a hat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, guys, check us out at the merch table, and make sure to check us out at comedy.com. Thank you guys so much. We gotta get you a hat, Jason. Thank you. Dog Cone was written by Anna Cecilia and performed by Jocelyn DeBoyer, Brandy Hendricks, Avery Monson, and John Milheiser. Proud New Uncle was written by Zed Cutsinger, performed by John Milheiser, Mark Schroeder, Kat Pilardi, and Holly Prazoff. Dog Park Creep was written by Eric Cohen, performed by John Milheiser, Kat Pilardi, and Mark Schroeder. Where's Waldo was written by Eric Cohen and performed by Andrew Stanton and Brandy Hendricks. Radio Short's Rap Party was written and performed by Adam Newman and Jason Sines. And that does it for us for Radio Short Season 1. I hope you all enjoyed all 10 episodes. And be sure to tell your friends if they haven't heard it yet. What a treat. What a treat it has been. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you all to the performers and writers that participated this season. Thank you. Excuse me. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.